Welcome to the Flashback Cartoon Hour. I'm your loving bald host with the most from coast to coast, Nick Sweep the Leg Lascola. And I'm Tony. And today we are covering the 80s animated series, The Karate Kid. The Karate Kid is an American animated series that ran on NBC for one season and 13 episodes from September 9th to December 16th, 1989. Executive producers were Haim Saban and Andy Hayes. Uh, the producer was Larry Houston. Uh, the composers of the music were Haim Saban and Shuki Levy. They have also scored for such shows, mind you, this is a mouthful, folks, uh, <laughs> as Inspector Gadget, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. It's Mystery. a football. I chiseled it. He chiseled it. Oh. No, it's a stone. <laughs> <laughs> a stone. <laughs> it's a football. Uh, uh, mm, uh, the mysterious cities of gold m dot a dot s dot k dino saucers dragon quest he-man and the masters of the universe she-ra princess of power jice and the wheeled warriors and the first two dub series uh seasons of dragon ball z i like that you Uh, said jace like uh the guy from like dragon, dragon ball, ball z, z. Yeah, yeah 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 that was no, good that was good that no, was good i've been practicing it no <laughs> actually uh there's actually an episode in the series where like daniel's in like some part of australia oh yeah <laughs> deal with that aussie guy and it's like <laughs> oh they really put the accent on pretty thick you know well, i thought pretty good (laughs) some of the accents are ridiculous in this show yeah they are the production companies for the series were deke enterprises saban entertainment also known for the x-men the animated series from the 90s and columbia pictures television uh a quick synopsis of the show after doing much research uh it is generally perceived that this series takes place after the events of the karate kid 2 Daniel stays in Akonawa to learn more karate from Mr. Miyagi during his summer vacation. But after a sacred miniature shrine that has vast magical powers is stolen, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi must travel to different locations around the world trying to reclaim the shrine before it falls into the wrong hands. They are joined on their adventure by a teenage Akonawan girl named Taki Tamari. She is a member of the family who is in charge of protecting the temple that holds the shrine, which clearly they suck at. Each episode, the trio travels to a different part of the world, dealing with the villain of the week who is trying to abuse the shrine. This usually leads to the shrine somehow being just out of the reach of our main characters and getting lost again by the end of the episode thus continuing the journey of our hero's global expedition. The show was originally planned for daily syndication for fall of 88 with 65 episodes, before eventually settling on a 13-episode order for NBC Saturday mornings in 89. The pilot episode is called My Brother's Keeper. In South America, Mati from the Planeteers. Uh, <laughs> uh, in South America, a shy teenager from a Shuar tribe finds the shrine and believes it can give him the confidence and strength to pass his test of manhood. Would you yeah, say it could he... give him heart? <laughs> As a matter of fact. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Only in South America. You know he's about to go fuck that monkey. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody knows I set it up like that. Uh, (laughs) With the power of heart. Miyagi Miyagi shows him that confidence does not come from the shrine, but from within. Daniel also works with the boy in a series of physical tests to help prepare for the warrior rites, which have passed. Will let the boy take his rightful place as chief of the tribe and now we watch the episode i'm excited because uh part of the research i've watched every episode but the pilot so i'm curious to see if they do any kind of uh background storytelling here well as part of the research the record shows i've seen every episode up to 10 including the pilot uh how great is it that they turned miyagi into like basically a superhuman being oh there's a lot to talk about yeah, we'll dive into that after the episode. <laughs> In a way, 
will you go? This week, search for Shrine. Lead down Amazon into the jaw of Alligator. Crow of Jaguar. I can't believe that, that that's Pat Morita. Yeah, that's that's the only thing. You would think they would let him voice Miyagi, but no. And we'll go into well, that. Well, maybe he didn't there. want to. <laughs> but, but he showed up to do that. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe he was just like, eh, I'm all set. <laughs> I'll pass. And then, like, the guy who kind of sounds like him got it. And, you know, he does a pretty good job. I think so. Yeah. I think he does a pretty good job. Yeah, this whole series, they did a pretty good job of capturing the, uh, like, capturing what made the actual series pretty great, even if it meant making Miyagi some mythical godlike. <laughs> uh, like, like right now, for instance, during the theme song, Daniel just surfed a torpedo into a battleship. And last minute, Miyagi, hanging upside down from a seaplane, picks him <laughs> off the torpedo, and they fly away. Yep, and then he gives a wink and a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so easy. It's honestly the coolest Daniel will ever be. Like, even in Cobra Kai, <laughs> he will never amount to that. Uh, well, <laughs> the coolest Daniel ever is is when he's standing next to Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> So you said Taki fails at protecting the shrine in your earlier Never statement. It sounds like you have something river. personal to right. pick with her, huh? Sorry, well, I would say sure it's her whole family. Because yeah. there's literally an episode where they get the shrine back and they, they put it back in the temple. And guess what? It gets lost again. Yeah, but some guy was hanging off a cliff. It was either that guy or the shrine. <laughs> so our <laughs> listeners don't know, but it's Miyagi, Daniel's son, and uh, Taki were in a... Uh, Blow up float riding down uh, the Amazon River. <laughs> oh, that guy took a fall. Great spirit. Right? What a tumble. Oh, what the fuck? So, basically. So, so this is one of those shows that they just don't explain anything. They're already on the. The theme song was the basically the pre-story. <laughs> oh yeah, there's not much context there, but basically that guy who was running away from those two other guys had the shrine, and the shrine brought some birds down and made this big guy. Lost everything. Hurry or lose shrine too. Which they looked like eagles, which I wouldn't picture being over there. Oh wow, that was a close shit. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> no. I bet that's the prototype for Matsis. So I love that you can tell whenever they're doing karate because they always yell like that. Like they could do a normal uh, sidestep, but if he goes, yeah, that's how you know it's a super sidestep. Oh, that was pretty good. He just kicked him right in the face. Yeah, this is like the one episode where Daniel pulls a win. I want to talk about uh, episode nine, how he just keeps fucking up. <laughs> like, I, uh, up until like the very end of the episode. And Taki <laughs> takes him out with the camera. That's a great Mr. Miyagi! Go, Miyagi be home for supper. But Mr. Miyagi! <laughs> Go, Daniel-san. <laughs> I don't get it. Mr. Miyagi could have taken them with his eyes closed. Mr. Miyagi always So that was a bit of an animation flub. Did you see that Taki was moving her mouths when Daniel was talking? Come on! Yeah. I know he went this way. Careful, Daniel. The jungle completely I mean, this show is you. kind of 
That happens again in the final episode. The two bullies that are picking on like the kid that Daniel's helping, they both speak at the same time and it's the same dude voicing both of them. Yeah. I mean like uh yeah. Because some of the episodes the intruders. Are, I mean some parts of the episodes are really well animated. And oh yeah, even this right now. Change clothes. Yeah, and then some look like like <laughs> the worst parts of Captain The way Planet. you fought the hunters. And, um, <laughs> you no, 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 you run like the deer. And, um, you spring yeah. upon your prey like the jaguar. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. And sometimes, Come like, the shit the doesn't make sense. You. Like, one time... I was forced to flee my village. Yagi I am an outcast. Hunters do not Daniel. want me to return. Like, across the screen to help no him, like, Soon will be dark. We must catch fish. And, oh, like, yeah. And like he did it with one arm. I think he of course. Well, fun. this is we're talking about the same guy that wrestled the sperm whale. Well, I I have a theory behind why Miyagi's so so like godlike and why and why. Oh, hold on. Okay, so save that theory for after the episode. Oh. Yeah. Where is the magic boy? You mean is the listener is gonna actually listen? Stand back, old woman. <laughs> the boy is our rightful leader. Who is the intruder? Where is boy? <laughs> we had him! Intruder attacked us! He escaped! You must answer for this crime. Oh, I know Noah. that voice actor. He's in a I, ton of stuff. Noah! Chief of the Jaguar tribe! Yep, Jim Cummings. Can I answer? He's also no Winnie the Pooh. Nah. No, he's strong. Tigger. In you Winnie have broken tribal law! Who, this guy who's playing the head um, villain here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's some um, uh, Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings? Wow. Yeah, yeah, he was the guy who voiced Cat and Cat Dog. Tigger and Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah. There is no reason to fear him. He is a coward. It is the tales that spread among the tribe that we must fear. They hope for his return. We must find him and destroy him. <laughs> you think they killed all those animals they're wearing? Oh, 100%. Where I come from, man innocent. Is that even a question? Guilty. Where we come from, if you survive, you are innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Evil laugh. <laughs> This is not jury of my peers. Oh, what are those ants eating the rope? Yeah. Oh, we about to watch him wrestle this crocodile? Fucking get him. Crocodile Miyagi. Didn't know what he was getting into. That's it, bro. Make sure the it would be great if he summer. like showed back up to Daniel with like uh, leather shoes, crocodile oh, shoes. That music's fire. Yeah. <laughs> I use my karate eyes to see in the dark. Hunters! Oh, oh my gosh, I think it's Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> oh, Mr. Miyagi, look, we got some fish. Miyagi on time for supper. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most awkward hug Friend handshake. <laughs> they like just casually just rock back and forth and tap each other. <laughs> like it wasn't even a full hug. No. What happened to you, Mister Miyagi? Oh, shut up, Taki. Oh, really from no, I actually really like it. You have been <laughs> yeah, <okay>. Yes. <laughs> Honorable gentleman is what Danielson call <laughs> a genderman. Chuck. Did you find the shrine? It is found. Yeah, this kid had it. <laughs> you know the kid you literally just spent no, hours with? Come, <laughs> yeah. dangerous, not yours. 
Kala does not need power. Kala can survive without it. Each oh, that's Leonardo from the Tomorrow Ninja Turtles. That's why I know. We build new raft. And then we go home to return the shrine to my village. Oh, look at that. Just casually kicks a tree down. Tree in half with his foot. Village people believe boy has magic powers. Miyagi put two and two together. Shut the fuck! He just chopped it in half, dude. rightful leader of Wow, amazing. Honestly, at this point, I would like to see a fight between this Mr. Miyagi and Master Roshi. I feel like. Only Take boy, redeem Taki on lookout. Imagine they both have the same master. <laughs> Looks like we've got company. We can't let him find our camp. Okay, when he's right below us. You know what's interesting about this episode, too? This is like the only episode where Daniel works. isn't wearing his yeah. trademark Karate Kid 2 outfit. Yeah! Like, he's dressed like an actual South American. And, it's pretty and you're right, because he, he wears that in every single episode. Every setting. <laughs> Then again, Miyagi wears his uh, superintendent. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever he's wearing in the movie. <laughs> you learn Japanese Okinawa. Uh, can we talk about this? <laughs> oh, so you know what else? What's so, you know, <laughs> Daniel and uh, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi's uh, Gohan and Piccolo's when like Gohan's like a child in Dragon Ball Z because like every the, uh, physical abuse. Well, yeah, because every time Gohan's about to get his ass kicked by something, Piccolo just shows up out of nowhere, literally. And like this is the same thing with the karate kid charges. Daniel's about just to <laughs> Yeah, literally, boom, you know. He can't choice. Without the shrine, those guys will clobber him. Or even worse. There's always choice, Daniel son. I do like the voice actor for Daniel. No fight. You mean go with us? And leave his people. Fits pretty well. But Mr. Miyagi, how's Colin gonna have battles if he doesn't fight for what's his? If you won't teach Kala, then I will. Listen, Daniel son. To be teacher, not same as student. If you fail, Kala lose more than balance, lose his life. I have to try, Mr. Miyagi. I know I can do it. All I need is time. Is it Kara or Kala? Finished. It's a great, great. question. I mean, now the L's and the R's. <laughs> they just blend together. This one. is going to improve your hand-eye coordination. Doing good. Don't let anything distract you from your goal. Look, there's Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows what Tarzan hey, is. Sorry. <laughs> You're living in the fucking woods. Color was not uh, focused. <laughs> Ugh, what's all over his chest? Sure you know what you're doing, Daniel? Are you kidding? Daniels. Sure I do. He's getting there. Uh, <laughs> some block. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. You're focused. You're the best. You can beat him. Yeah! Oh my God. <laughs> You're the best around, and nothing's gonna ever tear you down. So this is like the one episode where Daniel actually does something. <laughs> like he actually kicks some butt. You're not trying hard enough, Kala. Let's do it again. Oh, no. <laughs> now he knows what it's like with him and Miyagi. Yeah. Wait, come back. I think it's Kala. Yeah, me too. Runs for hours. Running away again, little coward. That's the shredder. That's Phil up. Avery. You're it. Oh wow. Listen Good. to him. Turtles. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> Kala learned fast. 
Tell Noah yeah. and Kala come tonight to make the challenge. <laughs> Tell Noah Kala, Kala have big see? dick. You have taught me, Daniel. <laughs> now I am ready. I will Man, go and busy. prepare. Taki, quick. That's a terrible Mac? accent. <laughs> Wait, who? That one or me? Uh, um, tomorrow. Tomorrow is too late. Wait, Daniel, what do you mean? <laughs> Ooh, war paint. Oh, cool. It's blood of his victims. <laughs> For you those can't go, Kala. Kala You're not ready yet. Paint. I'm going in your place. You'll be killed. I've got to do it. I got to do it. Shoot Mr. Miyagi, then I can do it. <laughs> Otherwise, you keep saving me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that they take quite a leap from the whole like karate tournament aspect, but it's cool because it is like its own unique thing. Oh yeah, like this is uh, I didn't enjoy watching this. Like, I thought it was a good, like, I don't know. It's a basic cartoon, you know. It's pretty yeah. good. For what yeah. It's for. I would put it up there with Captain Planet, and that's saying something. Uh, hey, you remember the plan? Yeah. As soon as I win, we'll <laughs> I mean, not not exactly movie? like Captain Planet. No, 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 no. This I'm is just crazy. being silly. I mean, a cartoon's a cartoon, and it definitely captures what it means to be a cartoon. The one thing that you can say is that this, at least Captain Planet. Uh, they Kala, promised to stop pollution, which they return. didn't. This didn't make any of those promises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They never well, even really fun. promised to find the shrine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just dropped you into the show. <laughs> Ooh. So there's a... I see you have learned something from this stranger, Scala. So another fighting for manhood. I just think it's funny that they think Daniel is supposed to be Khaled, even though they're like two completely different skin tones. <laughs> well, I mean, he's heavily dressed up. So. Not really. See what your magic boy has done. He sends strangers to fight his battles. This is how I deal with imposters. Ooh, he sounds so vicious. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And here comes yeah. Piccolo. I mean, Mr. Miyagi. Do you hear them? This is how you gained power over the beasts. Now, I will use it the way it was meant to be used, to call up the spirit of our tribe! Then I will hunt down the three who have caused me so much no. trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He yeah, became a jaguar, that was fucking awesome. Oh, it's a jaguar. Yeah, because I think like Cheetah's supposed to be more like um the outback. He will yeah. return to finish you. I must help Daniel. Or a leopard. Jaguars and leopards are pretty similar. Yeah. So now, uh, Carlos trying to escape from his tie-up. Show yourself! Yeah, he's tied tied up in a on a post in a you. random shack. What did you call me, boy? And now he's pawning the guard. Uh, see, that's the power of soccer. <laughs> Yo, literally, the soccer skill that he learned for two seconds. Speaking of, the World Cup's going on. Currently, right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a game today. Ooh. I was pretty surprised because they just uh, it's news, you know. Don't normally have the World Cup there. Ooh, right into the thorns. Mr. Miyagi, that ought to keep him busy for a while. Now let's go back and rescue Kala and the shrine. That was very clearly Kala at that point. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> At least he sounds better than Lion Man from Flash Gordon. That Jaguar sounds like the chief. It is work of shrine. I heard things. Ooh. Miyagi just kicked the Jaguar in the balls. actually saves Miyagi. Oh, no. Oh, how the rescue? Great spirit, take beast away. And it's Kawa that saved the day. And into the river, the shrine goes. Talking trips. <laughs> I you without the great power. Great help, Taki. You Thank you. Shall perish, boy. All that training. No, that two-second soccer training was able to make him sword fight, well, wood fight, on a log. Yeah, spin him, spin him. Oh, do the crocs get him? That'd be great. No, of course he gets away. Miyagi to the rescue. Lucky for you, feeling generous today. <laughs> Miyagi you also fuck your wife. To overcome my fear. <laughs> hey, no big deal. Take care of the jungle, okay, chief? <laughs> goodbye, Daniel. Thank you. Daniel, goodbye. Best friends forever. Come on, Daniel. We must continue the search for the shrine. I don't get it, Mr. Miyagi. Kala made out okay, but I still feel like I failed as a teacher. Succeeding, failing, is how you become the teacher, Daniel-san. <laughs> <laughs> the end, they die. <laughs> as they fall down the water. Big eye on the river. There we go. Wow, that's it. So, let me ask you this, Nicholas. Yes, sir. How would you rate the show on a graded scale? Uh, on a graded scale, from F to A+, I would give this show... See, it's tough. It's like C+. I would give it a C+. Oh, wow. That's a <laughs> C+, huh? Mm, nah. C... <laughs> I was being, if I'm being, all right, I'll give it a C. I'll give wow. it a C because I do have some things that I'll point out in a little bit. It's just like by the end, by like the later episodes, as we talked about, it's a 13 episode series. They It really starts getting like silly. Yeah. And I mean, it's already a silly show when you watch the theme song and Daniel surfing or torpedo, but like it gets like out there where it's like like basically they're copying Moby Dick or they're copying Honey I Shrunk the Kids. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, but it's also a cartoon, so yeah, it's it's not really meant to be a, like a serious work, like a theatrical. Yeah, I feel like if they had kept it a sixty-five episode series eventually they would have had to introduce a big bad at some point and like a reoccurring big bad or one that they yeah, have to fight at the end plot. yeah and maybe ditch the whole chase the shrine thing after the first season because it really gets a little stagnant it's like at the end of every single episode it, it somehow falls in some kind of it'll fall in the river it'll fall down the sewer it'll fall into a, a hot air balloon there's a lot of falling imagine if the teenage mutant ninja turtles found the shrine 
and we had a that because crossover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that would be that would be a good fight though. Yeah. Uh, Splinter versus Miyagi, or they wouldn't yeah, even fight. Would. I bet they would just yell at their students the whole time. No, yeah, yeah, they'd have a mutual agreement that <laughs> over their students. But uh... <laughs> all right, so let me ask you and reverse the question on the letter grade. What would you give this show? I'd give it a B, and I say a B or a B minus because I don't know. I feel like a C would have to be a really hard watch. And the thing is, is that, well, to me personally, anyway, like a C is something that I just wouldn't bother watching. Like if you asked me to watch 10 episodes, I'd probably watch three of a C. Really? But, okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, just to be honest to you. So don't be surprised. Hey, no, fair. I-, I definitely, I would watch C shows for sure. <laughs> Avaspi, matey. <laughs> like, like, I guess to me, like a C would have to be really bad like right before that which is catastrophic and but anyway uh i thought it was good for what it was you know it was definitely a saturday morning cartoon so it had a very generic formula not to be completely let down by the same people who made captain planet anyway so the benchmark isn't even that high so let's let's say that this aired back in the like when we were growing up would you have watched it um that's a hard question Mm mm-hmm uh to answer because it's so i mean i would because i did watch uh, captain planet when i was growing up yeah so. i definitely but, would watch this this is something right up my alley yeah yeah you know it's got good colors it's vibrant it, very vibrant it's um it's still pretty funny in some parts like when miyagi says shitter you know i just want to talk about really quickly and then we can jump into the other shit but um <laughs> like how bad daniel fucked up in episode nine and where and just to really describe this to like the listening audience at home basically like everything that could have gone wrong that could have killed somebody in that episode daniel was basically just made the situation worse so (laughs) there's this chick who's being chased by some people because she has the shrine or something or other and all of a sudden like the trio there miyagi and uh daniel and taki are walking in some city and there's and that chick who was fleeing is randomly in the middle of a street about to be hit by a bus so typically most people would just well actually I don't know. I've never been in this situation. I can't speak for anybody who's ever pulled this. <laughs> I know exactly what you're about. <laughs> no, 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 because it's a huge thing to do, you know, and you can fuck it up pretty quickly and, and badly. So from what I've seen in the movies, at least, most people just tackle the person out of the street. <laughs> but know? not Daniel. No, no, Daniel wanted to look cool or whatever, so he got some <laughs> cart with two wheels and proceeded to use it like a runaway shopping cart to try to pick this chick off the street and save her from the bus. Well, you know what happened instead? It stops and it flips them back both on the street, flat on their backs like turtles. <laughs> you know what a turtle can't do? It can't get itself back up, so the bus is coming, the truck. And Miyagi steps in and saves the day. And <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> happened throughout the entire episode until like, <laughs> until like the very end where uh, <laughs> where, where Daniel thought, oh yeah, that's right. Like um, in that same episode where, um, where that Australian guy <laughs> kicks, him, <laughs> kicks him down the rocks. Yep. And um and he loses his backpack and there's a rock slide okay folks <laughs> there's a rock slide coming down on everybody and Taki and Miyagi are like oh we gotta get out of here and Daniel's <laughs> maybe I should get the backpack maybe I should get the backpack <laughs> the fucking rock slide's coming down it's just like are you kidding oh but anyway uh. <laughs> yeah, I, ju- I think it's hilarious that they have to tell him, like, leave the backpack. And he's like, oh, but I was getting <laughs> pelted by rocks. This seemed like such a good idea. Yeah, and then the backpack happened to have all of their <laughs> travel medicine. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's just really an example there. But um, <clears throat> so 
Yeah, I'd say it's like a B, B minus. Cool. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna double switch my uh, pick. I'm gonna go back up to a C plus because here's the thing. Ooh. I was pleasantly surprised with this series coming into it. You know, I've heard about the animated series, but I thought it was gonna be pretty terrible. It just seemed like a show that, like, obviously it didn't last. So, like, I've, and we find out our reasons why, but it, it, it really surprised me. Uh, the voice acting, I was a big fan of the voice acting. Um, animation's great. The storytelling, if you're going by episode to episode, it's pretty good. The there that episode, I think it might be like four or five, where he ends up um getting casted in the movie and he becomes rivals with like the main boy who's like the child actor of the did you see that one? Oh yeah that was a good episode it was a good one especially like uh, when they started sword fighting on the horses i was like oh shit yeah, this is, yeah. maybe i was just really high but i was like wow this is pretty fucking good no yeah that was actually <laughs> being really high i mean that is one way to watch the show uh but also the correct way <laughs> <laughs> yeah highly recommended yeah highly uh <laughs> yeah like the intensity was pretty good you know like it had something to keep people engaged i suppose you know like that that element of uh, dramaticism so it definitely worked out i say now let's get into some of the voice acting that uh really made this show uh a lot better than it was or a lot better than it could have been for danny larusso we have joey dedio an American actor of Puerto Rican and Italian descent who also gained fame by having a, a recurring role on NBC's soap opera Another World and also for voicing Wheeler on Captain Planet and the Planeteers. He voiced characters on Extreme Ghostbusters, Paw Puppies and the Legend of Big Paw, and Denver, The Last Dinosaur. He also was the voice of the drug dealer in the anti-drug special Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue, which, Tony, you actually showed me that for the first time. I did? You did. That was back in high school. Yeah, I saw that on YouTube like a long time ago, and it was pretty... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was something. It's pretty. Well, I, I mean, it was interesting, uh, definitely, because... Um... I guess you could call that one of the, I mean, I could be wrong in the statement, but it was my earliest memory of a crossover cartoon or special. Yeah. Like you, you had all of the different, all of the different flavors of uh, popular American cartoon at the time, like uh, the Disney characters, the Bugs Bunny uh looney tunes all of them in like the same cartoon advocating against drugs i mean it was basically the ultimate on the dot early 90s love letter from <laughs> from, from from the bushes was yeah. it 90s or 80s i mean i guess it's kind of both because back in the late 80s i mean reagan had the war on drugs and yeah quote unquote war on drugs brought about those advertisements you know going and like saying say no to drugs and stuff like that and the most prominent examples of that, that i could remember are arcade games back in the day like before you play them they would have the winners don't do drugs slogan and it would be sponsored by the bushes and then um that's right yeah, that's and right. then, um, this cartoon, the all-star cartoon rescue, whatever it was, that was like the next example of that very early 90s, like on the dot 1990 winners don't do drugs type spiel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that didn't last very long, especially when Bill Clinton became president. <laughs> Blame uh, the sex. Um, do you want to go into who voiced Miyagi? Yeah, our next voice actor on the list is Mr. Miyagi. Robert Ito, a Canadian actor of Japanese ancestry, pretty interesting actually, who has also lent his talent to other cartoons such as SWAT Cats, The Radical Squadron. <laughs> I remember that. I love that show. Freedom. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Rambo and the Freedom Force, Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos, Superman the Animated Series, Quack Pack, Avatar The Last Airbender, The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, Gargoyles, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, The Amazing Chan, and the Chan Clan. Chippendale Rescue Rangers and Batman the Animated Series. Oh, hey, look, it's your favorite character, Nick. <laughs> Come to me, that. Taki. All right. Taki Tamari was voiced by Janice Kawe, 
who I'm pretty sure we've talked about before. Oh, yeah, it was Guy, um, an American voice actress who is also known for playing Jenny XJ9 on the Nickelodeon cartoon My Life as a Teenage Robot, Guy from Captain Planet, Ami Anoki uh, from the Hi Hi Puffy Ami Yumi show, and Keiko on Midnight Patrol Adventures in Dreamworld. Oh, and Yuzu Kurosaki on Bleach, for all you Bleach fans out there. That's a good cast list. Um, many other amazing voices, uh, voice actors provided voices for the show, including Charles Adler, which we uh, talk about in our Rocco's Modern Life episode. Go back and listen to that. Um, Cam Clark, uh, who also plays Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles and Shoto Kaneda from Akira. That's and cool. Jim Cummings who, as Tony had mentioned earlier, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2, uh, Townsend Coleman, Michelangelo. So most of the Ninja Turtles uh, cast clearly was in here um, because we also heard Phil Avery too, uh, the voice of Shredder, who is one of the um, tribesmen, and uh, Robert Paulson, who is very well known as Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Narf. Cat <laughs> Marita reprised. Cat <laughs> Marita reprised. His role as uh, as Mr. Miyagi before the opening through a narration in which he explains the episode's plot from his character's point of view. Marita provided opening narration for every episode except episode six. So yeah, I guess if I had to pick my one gripe with the show, well, I guess my second one, other than them beating the shrine thing to death, is that I just, I don't know why they didn't use Miyagi for the whole thing. I I, I guess it doesn't matter because... I I don't know why they used Pat Marita. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's like you said, Robert Ito did a pretty, pretty decent job. I thought he really like hit Miyagi in his like uh philosophical whimsy one-liners pretty pretty well yeah, I mean it's a cartoon and most actors I mean as far as I know try not to do the cartoon adaptations because yeah. they're afraid of either wasting their time or uh, getting typecast oh so true so true um so i guess in order to understand the show we should talk about the production companies that made the show possible um, Saban Entertainment, currently operating as BVS Entertainment. Saban Entertainment was a worldwide served independent American Israeli television production company founded in 1980 by Haim Saban and Shuki Levy. It was originally founded as a music production company, Saban Productions. The company imported, dubbed, and uh, adapted several Japanese series such as Maple Town, Samurai Pizza Cats, and the first three Digimon series to North America, which I remember when all three of those came out. Wow. Um, they co-produced three animated series with Marvel Studios and the now defunct Marvel Entertainment Group. Uh, we had mentioned earlier X-Men the Animated Series. They worked on the Silver Surfer series, which I also thought was really good. And then they worked on the Avengers United They Stand series, which didn't do that well because they used all like the characters nobody liked. So like there was no Captain America, there was no Iron Man or anything, but that's besides the point. They also adapted various tokusatsu shows from Toei, uh, from the Toei company, including Power Rangers uh, based on the Super Sentai series and Big Bad Beetleborgs, which is based on the Juko B-Fighter. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering these, but I'm giving it my my all. And isn't that what really matters? Uh, They also worked on VR Troopers featuring elements of Metal Hero series like Space Sheriff Shader and Masked Rider, which was also featuring original interpretations using scenes from Kamen Rider Black RX. Uh, Before we get into it, did you hear... Speaking of the Power Rangers, did you hear about the Green Ranger? Uh, no. What happened? Uh, he died recently. Oh, uh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It was by suicide. Oh, that's awful. God bless him. Chase, uh, Jason David Frank, unfortunately, lost his life recently. So these people helped make that show come to uh come to be, and he 
took it and made it even better than what it was. Because some might say that the Power Rangers would have never gotten as big as it was if it wasn't for the Green Ranger. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, especially so young. He was 49. Wow. Uh, Saban was involved in the co-production of French anim- uh, French-American animated shows created by Jean, would it be Jean uh. Chal- Chalapin? Jean Chalapin yeah, for Deke Enterprises. These included The Karate Kid, which we just watched, Kid Video, Alf the Animated Series, The New Archies, Kissy Fur, Alf Tales, and Season 1 and 2 of Camp Candy. Uh, Dick Entertainment, or Deke, <laughs> Deke <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> it might as well be Dick. Uh, Dick we Deke. all want to say it. Tomato, tomato, ketchup, ketchup. Deke Entertainment Corporation was an international firm and television production company that mostly associated as an animated studio. As a division of the Walt Disney Company, Deke Entertainment Corporation was an international film and television production company that was mostly associated as an animation studio. As a division of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I had no idea. That's a polar opposite if you ask me. I had no idea that Deke was a part of Walt Disney. I would say Deke was, (laughs) Deke would be like the Dingleberry of Walt Disney. (laughs) So could we maybe one day see Sora versus Captain Planet? Folks, don't leave it out of the imagination. (laughs) Invite it. Uh, As a division of the Walt Disney Company, that's really hard to stomach. Uh, (laughs) especially for all of you listeners at home who may or may not recall disney's golden animation period i mean we're talking about the man himself always uh, strived for excellence in his animation and to think that deke was a literal uh division of walt disney that's a oof well you have to remember too i would say like 80s was a rough go for Disney because they didn't have that many. That's hits. true too. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like That's I think uh, though, off the top of my head, I can think of like maybe Oliver and Company, and yeah, that's that was about it. It was a great oh, yeah. movie, but like that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head in that whole 80s genre. So the fact that they were doing all these other projects, it's like, oh, we're not completely terrible. Well, so it's funny you say that, too, because at the time they made the Black Cauldron as well, and that didn't do hot in the box office. Was that or was that DreamWorks? Oh, hold on a second. No, we're missing something. I mean, the 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 Black Cauldron was was Disney, but what was also Disney was the Great Mouse Detective. Oh, the great yes. mouse was a sick movie. Oh my god, so bro! They weren't hurting. I would not say Disney was hurting. I would just say that some this is something that happens all the time. Yeah, company gets acquired or whatever, and they they basically run things their own way, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, of course, cool. uh, free expression. But anyway, uh, back to talking about the Stingleberry. Deke produced live-action feature films and licensed countless anime series. Some of these legendary cartoons include Care Bears, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Roll Wrestling, Wrestling, Dennis the Menace, The Real Ghostbusters, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers, Super Show, and another mouthful. We got the whole (laughs) alphabet down here. (laughs) Super Uh, Mario World. All right, well. Yeah, Captain uh, N, the Game Master, which which I really uh, want to watch. Yeah, you might as well just call that Captain Planet. Hey, maybe yeah. we can make that the next one. Ooh. Uh, uh, the Adventures of Super Mario Brothers Three, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, also known as Sonic Sat AM because it was shown in the on Saturday mornings. Oh, that's cool. Radio, uh, <laughs> Sonic <laughs> Sonic Underground. G.I. Joe, the real American hero, the, the, the Wizard of Oz, Swamp Thing, Speed Racer X. Hey, maybe that's what I can tell Joe next time. I can just call him the real American hero. That'd be great. Uh, Speed Racer X, which, shout out to our very first episode of Flashback Cartoon Hour, you watched a few episodes of. Uh, Street Sharks, Extreme. Oh, yeah, so you just want to jump in for that one. 
Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna wait till you finish Bye, with the boy. list before I say other things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh Extreme Dinosaurs, Knights of the Zodiac, and Sailor Moon, just to name a few. With regard Oh, you weren't you were expecting that one, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna let you continue. Oh yeah. Yeah, you had a lot of oomph in there, so <laughs> with <laughs> with regards to the series Cobra Kai, John Hurwitz clarified that the Karate Kid series is not canon, but an Easter egg from it appears in season three. The Miyagi Do Shrine can briefly be seen at Chosen Toguchi's Dojo in Okinawa halfway through the season. The show came on the tail end of the franchise's popularity, lacking the fan base necessary to overcome heavyweight opposition from Pee Wee Herman's <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse on CBS and Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters on ABC in 89. After 13 episodes, it was abruptly canceled. Yeah, so it seemed like it had some pretty tough competitions. Um, I probably would have watched Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters if I'm being dead ass honest. Um, that ass Timmy's Pee Wee. Hey, everybody, what's the secret <laughs> phrase of the day? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Tom, that was fucking good, dude. That was good. That was very like spot on. I loved it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so overall, we recommend giving the show a shot. You can find all episodes um, on YouTube, which is what uh, at least I did for the research. Uh, Tone, you watched most of them on YouTube, right? Yeah, there was another website, Crackle.com, but um, they have ads, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if you can stomach like five ads every 10 10 to 7 minutes go for it which you- no one can so go watch <laughs> go watch it on youtube some of the episodes are split into two ep- uh like they'll do one episode but two videos but it's not that many um other than that uh should we wrap things up uh hold on a second i have something to say about- yeah, i was about to ask if you had like a final um closing statement if you will yeah <laughs> uh i just wanted to say to everybody out there that uh this show was really good in my opinion mm-hmm. in, in in one particular aspect and it was capturing the feel of the movies but i won't but i really want to say how much it captures the essence of daniel because Danny's character is just so naive in a way, uh, and that's captured brilliantly in the series, which I think makes it worth somewhat of a watch. I wouldn't go for the whole thing, but yeah, definitely watch it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Also, say something completely unrelated to the cartoon, more about Cobra Kai. Uh, it's. I just wanted to really say that it's funny that the character of Daniel has really hasn't changed in my opinion in cobra kai uh the only person who thinks he is still genuinely the karate kid is daniel himself throughout (laughs) the whole series and i'll just say (laughs) and i'll just say if if you finish watching the whole well season five or six or whatever where terry silver i wish johnny showed up in this series yeah. <laughs> and the one thing I will say in my perspective, and maybe this is why I go a grade lower than you, is that you say in Cobra Kai, uh, Daniel really hasn't changed much. And yeah. I would feel I would say also in this in this series, the Karate Kid 89. Yeah, really does like he learns a, a lesson every episode and some of those lessons especially when miyagi's teaching them are really good but they well, I, just I do don't agree stick. With that. they do not stick with daniel 
Cause like well, that's right fact. back to yeah, <laughs> right back into the next episode. <laughs> there he is, fucking something up I again. Mean, in Cobra Kai, like when like Daniel's talking to Miyagi's grave, I you know I I feel for Miyagi. He's probably sitting there thinking, "Let Miyagi rest," you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Mister Miyagi, listen, I really need your help. <laughs> now, um. Uh, it would be yeah. so they actually added the um easter egg uh from you know the the shrine in season 3 they added that i guess in my research i found that they added that after he was specifically asked the question if the karate kid the animated series was canon so i it wasn't canon and now people are like well is it canon now? Is it just a quick little wink? Like, what's going on with that? Because he did it I mean, after he was asked. If it was canon, Danny wouldn't keep getting his ass kicked. Those are grade A lessons, man. Well, but we just went over that he doesn't learn his lessons. So but maybe, maybe he does get his ass kicked consistently. Because in this we'll show, see. he gets his ass kicked. We'll see, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, but that's why the show is not canon. <laughs> because if the show was actually canon he would actually learn something and like not get his ass kicked 40 years later <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's just like daniel has made and continuously made decisions and poor judgment and like that's something that somehow that happened. is his character yeah yeah literally so it's just funny how the cartoon also captures that. Yeah, they do a really good <laughs> job at like hitting like like both of them. Miyagi too is just like that's spot on Miyagi. That's it's it's he's just like he plays it so well. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Miyagi oh. would show up kick ass. Like look at him. Like they would save all the most badass shit for Miyagi, who apparently is some superhuman, like superhero. Oh yeah. So yeah. like the shrine in one of the episodes, I think it's the second one. The shrine literally gives the people like superpowers, where like they can like break bricks and shit like that, and like yeah. they have super strength. Yet Miyagi with no shrine kicks both their ass so in a sense you could even say that miyagi is more powerful than the shrine i mean if you think about it miyagi has to be that powerful because look at who his partner is <laughs> you know like look at all the shit he has to go through and then some like a perfect uh, example of, like that cart getting on that cart and flying into traffic <laughs> that's always gonna stick in my mind as a suicide 101 thing if uh, um <laughs> if this show came out today, do you think it would fare any better than it did? Um uh that's a With, really hard question to answer. Yeah, it's like apples to oranges, and I say that because well, like, let's like if we modernize the animation, obviously, but if they reach if they try to reboot the show. Oh, uh, well, that's a different question. OK, fair enough. Uh, so do the second question. Oh, so we don't want to talk about the first one. Whichever one you want. I'm down to listen to both. Oh, look at that. A beautiful, loving, bald, caring host. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well let's talk about the second one first i mean if they did a reboot sure i mean that has just as much of a chance to work as anything else because they've rebooted things so many times i think it mm -hmm. just depends on how it's done and a good example of a reboot would, would 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 be the cobra kai series in fact i think they don't have to make an animated series i think they should just leave it alone that's a success within itself cobra um, kai so you would oh, bring this show back but not as a animated series no because okay. because that doesn't seem to be the trend i mean yeah. if i wanted to give it a faithful reproduction i would do it in a way that cobra kai would do it but yeah now to answer the first question if this cartoon in its literal format came out and by literal i mean like 
Yeah, like just as if you're watching it on YouTube as it exists. Yeah, that hand-drawn style of the 80s that we, yeah, me and you are fans of. Yep, if that came out today in, <laughs> in like the stereotype uh, vocal characterizations, I mean, I love them because they help truly distinguish um, the features of the characters. Like, yeah. You know, it just kind of really gives it that global feel per se Mm -hmm. Uh, but i don't know like when people take offense you know what i mean like that oh especially in modern day yeah yeah what i'm thinking it's like uh, Mm -hmm. like it could work but at the same time i mean like uh uh, uh, that was andrew's biggest gripe when we did the captain planet episode um oh yeah he was saying like he he was saying it's so funny that like back then this was woke but today this would be like like super frowned upon well he has a solid point though uh because yeah but what's interesting about that is that they did their best in a way to characterize these characters. Yeah, even here too, you know what i mean? Like they don't have black characters with giant lips. You know yeah. what I mean? They they make yeah, them you know, just look like normal people, which is I I very much commend. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just um in good taste and like who knows, you know, could be overthinking it. Uh It's just so foreign from what's popular today. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it would be interesting to see. And you never know, because like I could see it coming back as like a Netflix series, but then again, it has to be done the right way. Because Kevin Smith just re- like uh, made a sequel series to He Man, and it's pretty hated by most of the fans of the original series. Really? Um, yeah, I guess it's it's a toss up. Some like it, some don't. I will say I watched the first couple episodes. It's meh. I wasn't like thrown back by it. But then again, if you go watch the 2011 Thundercats that came out, I thought that was a really good uh, done series. Another series that only lasted one season, though, before it was cut. Wow. One season. But like they they leaned heavier into like the anime aspect of it and they Uh, made it like 20 times darker. Oh, so okay. it it wasn't like um it wasn't like the, it wasn't like what we saw where like they got trapped in the pod and he aged over uh yeah the, yeah was he cool. was a teenager um Tigra is his like adopted stepbrother and their father the king gets murdered and wow. like most of the people of their land either gets like captured or killed and like the Thundercats escape and they have to like basically create the rebellion against uh mumra wow crazy but karate kid check it out (laughs) 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 um all right anything else nope uh i for me uh yeah i statement my closing statement is this show is literally the definition of don't judge a book by its cover. I, I, I knew of this series for a while and I, I, I hope in the, cause like, you know, I've, I've read about the whole, the, the Rambo TV series and the, uh, like the Chuck Norris one that we talked about. I know that they turned a RoboCop into a TV series and they don't do that well. Um, so I was curious to coming into this one. I thought it was like, oh, all right, well, brace for impact. And it exceeded every one of my expectations. It's a good series when you get down to it. It has good... Um, good valuable lessons not just for daniel but for the viewers too and uh it's a great way to stay in shape (laughs) (laughs) yeah so (laughs) (laughs) 
check it out, guys. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, we have some pretty special episodes coming uh, very soon and uh, a couple of special guests, but I don't want to give anything else away. Um, until then, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Uh, Tony. Remember, have it your way. Have it happy your way. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>